Andrew Pitkin here, your KNEM KNMO News Director. I'm joined by Assistant Superintendent Jody McNeely at the Nevada R5 School District. And Jody, thank you very much for coming on the program. It's my pleasure to join you today, Andrew. Thank you for calling. Yeah, no problem. And, uh, you know, it's it's been a busy summer for you all. I just kind of want to start off for yourself, you know, going through um, so much planning and then, you know, some of those plans get changed and things like that. Um, I guess how much of a challenge has that been this summer? The summer has been very challenging, but honestly, we are just trying to stay very flexible with the changes and look at each challenge as an opportunity to grow and to improve and do something different and and learn from it. And we may have some plans that don't pan out, but we feel pretty confident that um, a lot of our plans will be successful and great for kids and for staff. And so we're really just trying to focus on the positives as those challenges come at us. And overall, I mean, I kind of get a window into what's going on at some of those school board meetings and, um, you know, working with the school board to try to figure out a plan and everything. How do you feel like that's gone um, as we draw nearer to the start of school? We have worked um, extensively across our district um, as a leadership team um, alongside the school board and staff to develop operations and charts that are color-coded to address the contingency plans as the threat of COVID-19 enters into our community. Um, We've tried to make that as simple as possible for all stakeholders. Um, It has definitely been a work in progress and has changed um, from week to week, from from day to day, and I would anticipate that uh, it's going to continue to change as we continue to get more information from different entities. And uh, right now we feel um, good about the situation that we're in um, and the contingencies that we have at least to start the school year with kids. And you mentioned, too, Jody, some of those color-coded plans. Uh, Could you uh, please dive in and give us a picture into um, what some of those color-coded plans look like and and what some of the details are uh, in those different plans? So the plans are are very detailed. Um, We did a district-level operational um, charts, and so obviously those are a little more vague um, across the district, but we also then got into more of detailed operations by building. So each building then took our district operational chart and then broke it down using the same colors and, um, and really applied it to what operations will look like within each building. Because obviously, with different ages of students, those operations change. Um, Each operational chart, um, like I said, is broken into different colors. we uh, within those colors there are subcategories. For example, there's activities, there's food services, safety, um, things like that. And those subcategories 
um, are within the district charts, but also carry through to the building level charts. But they're very detailed, a lot of information, um, for example, what transportation is going to look like and, and those kinds of things within each color. Um, so very detailed, very informational, and I'm hoping that everyone will, you know, grasp those and, and have a pretty clear understanding of, of what it's going to, what school will look like um, in our buildings. Are these plans something that um, folks can find online or have been emailed to parents? Uh, is, is this something anyone can have or, or where can it be found? That's a great question. Uh, the plans have been released to the public. Um, they're on our district website. Um, they're all over social media and building level social media as well. How much would you say, uh, speaking with Jody McNeely, Assistant Superintendent at uh, Nevada, the Nevada R5 School District, how much would you say other school districts have influenced uh, some of the plans that you all have come up with at the Nevada R5 School District? You know, it, it really depends on um, what topic we are discussing or thinking about. We have worked very closely with, for example, the schools within our conference, the superintendents within our conference have have all um, had lots of discussion throughout um, the closure and throughout the summer um, with regard to reopening, and so that's been very helpful. However, we find that uh, it really does depend on the district and their own local decisions on how different situations are handled. So in some ways, it's been very helpful. In other ways, we've really just needed to look within our own community and uh, make decisions on what's best for us. How would you say that faculty and staff are feeling uh, going back uh, now, now that uh, school, you know, some of the faculty are back in the building and everything? How, how are people feeling about um, going back at this point? Well, we started our morning with approximately 25 new staff members. We did bring them in person for a breakfast. We social distanced and did pre, pre-boxed meals. That went extremely well. I found that uh, they're all very excited to be here and, and ready to, to get going um, in our district. Our returning teachers are um, also ready for students. I think um, really just getting today uh, under our belts and, and seeing each other again and um, getting back into the buildings and, and uh, preparing for kids next Tuesday has been a healthy um, day for us. And I, I know there's still a lot of anxiety, you know, with some and, uh, and making sure that we're just doing everything we can for student safety and for each other's safety. Um, but overall, I, I, I really feel like it's any other school year. We're, we're excited to get back. We've missed each other and, and it's, it's time to start school. And obviously, like you talked about, there's some anxiety, a different feel, what do you think it might take for, um, you know, just a, a general or majority of folks to say, okay, we're, we're, we're going good now? What do you think it might take for that? I think it will just be one of those things with time, um, you know, getting back in the saddle, so to speak, that uh, we will all settle in. And, um, you know, we're just, 
we're going to have to be flexible. We're going to have to be patient. Um, you know, we there are so many unknowns still, um, even though we have done as much planning as possible and thought about all of the what-ifs. We, we know that reality is there's, there's a lot of things that are just out of our control. Um, but uh, teachers are flexible, and uh, we, we will do our best to meet those challenges head-on and, and to move on under whatever circumstances uh, we're dealt. Jody, I have to ask you with, you know, thinking about how we're doing everything differently uh, now, you know, especially in schools, but other places, what technology has been brought to uh, the Nevada R5 school district um, specifically to keep students safe that you think is, is somewhat unique, somewhat cool? Well, we're very excited um, about the technology that um, we have uh, the amount of tech, te- technology that we've brought on board um, in grades 6 through 12, uh, right off the bat, at the beginning of the year, we will be going one-to-one with um, Chromebooks for those students at the secondary level. Um, I think that perhaps this is going to be one of the positives that comes out of uh, the pandemic. We'll see, but... Um, We have a lot more devices than we have ever had in our district. Um, In fact, we have enough for our entire district, and um, our elementary grades will also have um, their own devices. They won't be taking those home with them like our secondary kids are right now, Um, but they will be in most likely in the future. But they will have their own devices so that they're not sharing um, devices throughout the day. And speaking of devices, just reminds me of um, two different uh, learning, uh, I guess, terminology that will be used. There are some students that have elected for um, a virtual learning setting for the semester, which means that they will be, um, you know, uh, uh, off campus, but also distance learning could be could happen as well. So what's the difference exactly, uh, if you could explain, between distance and virtual learning? So, Andrew, you're correct. We have approximately 140 students who have elected to receive virtual instruction with our teachers this year, and that literally means that they will be receiving all of their instruction from home for the entire first semester of school. Those students um, submitted an application to our district office, and um, they're going to be working with one of our virtual instructors that's employed by our school district. And for those um, that are going to be in distance learning, that's just for our students who are in seat with us. And distance learning could, could occur for various reasons. Um, if there's, um, you know, a temporary closure or even an extended closure, um, instruction would continue. Um, that instruction would be led by the same teachers that our students will start the, uh, the school year with in seat next Tuesday. So um, distance learning will be, occur Um, with different platforms that our teachers will be using, um, whether the student is in seat with them, it will um, be used as a tool 
for those kids, but also should those kids, you know, have to go into a quarantine or um, if the school would have to close or something along those lines, then we would use that distance learning platform. So two very different platforms, but um, just easily confused by a lot. So I'm glad you asked that question. Yeah, absolutely. And then uh, if if somebody has more questions about about that piece, the distance versus virtual or or anything else, uh, who should they ask uh, those questions to? Any of our administration would be happy to field those questions, either at the district level or at the building level. Well, sounds perfect. Jody, is there anything else that you would like to uh, to share as we wrap up? Not that I can think of, but I appreciate the interview, and uh, we're excited for the new year. We're ready to get started with kids. We're missing them. Well, sounds perfect, Jody. Thank you so much. That is Jody McNeely, the assistant superintendent at the Nevada R5 School District, right here on your update program on KNEM KNMO.